Hello, and welcome to Ask Mama Amy, a podcast promoting practical advice and resources for strong mothers. I'm your host, Amy Shao, single mom and estate planning attorney and founder of Shao Law. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to have Christine Lee today with us. Christine is the founder and managing director of Casa Companion Home Care Solutions. We're so happy to have you here, Christine. Thank you so much, Amy. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. So, Christine, um, can you go ahead and tell us who you are um, and do you, are, uh, how many kids you have and how old are they? And just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So my name is Christine Lee and um, I have three kids. My husband, Gabriel, and I have three daughters, uh, all under the age of five. So my oldest daughter, Nora, is five and Leah is three. And I have my youngest daughter, Cynthia, who is one. They're all under five. Yes. That managing three kids and a husband and managing a business. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a hurricane most of the time, but it's fun. Yeah. And and so I have known Christine for many years. And to me, Christine has just come across as a really strong woman and strong mom having to handle everything. And so I'm curious, um, with all the three kids, Since becoming a mom, has there ever been a time point where you just felt like, you know what, I'm at the breaking point? And and was there ever a challenge moment? And what was that? And how did you come out of it? Yeah, well, I would say that, okay, I mean, gosh, there's so many challenges. I mean, challenges every day, right? But in terms of, you know, in terms of motherhood, like probably one of the most like challenging decisions and just obstacles that I've gone through actually started very early on, right when I found out I was pregnant, really. It was in 2000 and 2015, Gabriel and I just found out that we were pregnant with our first child. You know, May of 2015, we were super excited, really happy. And then two weeks later, I was actually diagnosed with breast cancer just two weeks after that. And so it was, um, you know, after breast cancer diagnosis, it's just a crazy whirlwind, right? You don't really know. There's so many doctor's appointments and scans and things that are supposed to happen. But because I was pregnant, um, a lot of that didn't happen. I had to go through my, um, I had to get a mastectomy during that time, you know, while I was pregnant, I was about eight weeks pregnant at the time. So it was just, it was just crazy. And, um, you know, needing to make a decision about whether or not, because, you know, once you get pregnant, you can't, you can't get a PET scan, you can't get any type of scans, right? And so no x-rays, anything. And so we really didn't know how far the cancer had progressed, if it had spread anywhere. And so it was basically like nine months of waiting, nine and a half months of waiting really to find out, you know, health prognosis and all of that. And so that was a really, you know, to start off motherhood in that way was really challenging. Oh gosh, I can't imagine how you then handled it because you had no idea whatsoever before you found out, right? About the the cancer. Right. Yeah. We found out we were pregnant. We were so happy. And then two weeks later, you know, diagnosis came, right? Yeah. And so the whole emotional hurdle having to go through that. And thankfully um, you have a husband who was very supportive. would, Would you say that that was a main source of support to kind of get through that time period? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was key. yeah. And then with with having to go through all the, you know, dealing with it with the expecting a new baby and just the emotional hurdle of that, how were you able to sort of adjust yourself emotionally 
um, to also take care of yourself and to handle all these medical examinations and then also take care of yourself. Because as right. a pregnant mom, you have to always stay like healthy and emotionally healthy as well. Completely. Well, and I think that was the focus, you know, at that point it was like, okay, what can, what's in my control? You know, there's, there's so many things, there's this big unknown and I'm not going to find out um, until after, you know, I give birth of, you know, how I am health wise. And so that it was actually, that was a really big part of it is actually my, my oncologist called it Sophie's choice. If you're familiar with that movie, you know, of a mom having to make a really difficult decision, but he just said, you know, this is really, this is considered Sophie's choice because, you know, you have to decide, are you, do you want to keep this pregnancy? You know, do you really want to have this baby knowing that you're, you know, this could affect your health because you have several months of not doing anything about this cancer. You have to wait. Um, and so, um, yeah, I guess to answer your question, I mean, like, how did I balance myself? I think it's like, I just really focused on what I could, you know, and what I could was just making sure I had a healthy pregnancy, making sure I did whatever I could to just keep myself mentally healthy, physically healthy at that time. Wow. So yeah. in, in a way, would you say that the pregnancy in and of itself actually kind of holds you together in a way? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, healthy? just... Yep, of course, of course. Yeah, she still does. You know, my my oldest Nora. I'm. I think you've met her. Yeah. I'm not sure if you have. But yeah, she's um, she's a joy, and so she's always she's always been that light ever since we found out that we were going to have her. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then several years later, then you have your second one. Every two years, yeah. So <laughs> mission. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. And so, um, and that was a blessing in itself because, you know, after a cancer diagnosis, you're not really sure, you know, how things are going to go. And I had, I started having kids later in life, you know, I was, um, my oncologist called it advanced maternal age when you're in your late thirties already. So I guess that's considered advanced maternal age. And, um, so yeah, so we really wanted to have, we, we, we both come from big families. We wanted to have, um, you know, definitely a few, a few kids and now we're done. (laughs) <laughs> um so back then it, how did you decide so you said because you have a big family and since yeah. the first one came out good <laughs> the second one then you decide okay why don't we give it another try and then there's a third one right, right. Yeah, yeah yeah I mean we um I come from you know I have I'm the youngest of I'm the youngest of four so I have three older brothers Gabriel has a sister but you know um big Filipino family. He's a Mexican and Chinese family. So we just have big families, right? And so, um, you know, we, we knew that we, we just wanted to have a bunch of kids around us. You know, that's, we, we love that. That's kind of both of our style. And he's a really, really great dad. He's a good girl dad to have three daughters. He's, he's excellent with the girls. That's so awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I I know Gabriel is just such an amazing person. His personality is just amazing. Um, with three girls though, in the household. Yeah, it's, it's like, how do you manage like, like the kids are all under five and to balance that also with your business because your, your business is really successful and thriving and there's a lot of management to handle. And right. so would you, how would you balance or the, the family life and the work life? Um, you know, I think it's just kind of one of those things. It's just like anything else. Like as women, I think when you're in the position, you just kind of, you just do, right. You just kind of get things done. And I think I'm that type of person that it's like, I know that I have things on my plate and I'm this, I'm just the type, just, 
I execute, you know, and you just kind of get things done. But really the biggest important thing is that, I mean, I'm, I'm very blessed to have a really, really, really supportive husband. You know, I mean, I come from speaking of, you know, I know that this podcast is about moms, but I mean, I come from a family. I, I grew up with a single mom and, you know, like I said, I, she had four kids, I have three older brothers. And so she did it by herself. And I think that I have these three girls, right. I have three girls and I'm doing this every day. We talk about how hard it is. There isn't a day that goes by that Gabriel denied don't look at each other and like, man, this is so hard. Right. But we, it's hard work, but I have, I have somebody very supportive to do it with. And so I'm, I mean, I'm so um, kind of in awe of women that, that don't have that type of support and still do it by themselves. Like, like my mom did, you know? And so, you know, how do I balance it all? I think that we just, we are just good partners and we just know what we have to do together, you know? Mm-hmm. And you probably having observed your mom raising you guys as yeah. moms, you saw her, her strength and would you say you inherited that strength. <laughs> she is definitely a very good role model for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and the business that you're doing now provides so much help to our local community. So tell us more about your business. What do you do to help um, the local community? So um, I have a, a company called Casa Companion Home Care, and we um, it's a home care organization. We provide caregivers that go into the homes of our clients all over San Diego County. Um, and our clients consist of people, you know, the elderly um, individuals that um, that have disabilities. So people that just need help remaining at home. And um, our caregivers provide them with help with anything related to, you know, it could be companionship, personal care just anything that they need to be able to remain at home safely and independently. So we could help them with bathing and showering and toileting or really anything that comes along with getting older, right? Um, A lot of our clients have diseases like Parkinson's or Alzheimer's, ALS, things like that. So we really help the clients, but primarily, um, typically when I get a phone call, I'm usually getting a phone call from like a son or a daughter that is, you know, asking for help from, for their mom or dad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I started in 2013. We've been in business in since 2013 and cover all of San Diego County. And so when I started the business, I didn't have kids at the time, um, you know, and and so a lot's been ha- a lot has happened over the past several years. It was, you know, business started, grew, got married, started a family and, you know, cancer, all of those other things. And so it's been, um, it's been a full life <laughs> since 2013. Yeah. yeah. You get yeah. all your experiences under your belt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been a full life for the past, you know, since 2013, it's been pretty crazy. Yeah. And prior to that, I was in the corporate world and, um, you know, and quit that job to start, you know, become an entrepreneur. And it's been, it's been an adventure. It's been a good one, really good one. Yeah, and I understand that you're a sandwich generation. So you also have aging parents that you are helping with. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, and you're helping me with that too. That is part of, you know, that is part of our our dynamic relationship together is that, you know, you're actually my attorney and also my parents' attorney now too. So um, yeah, so I'm trying to navigate because of the, the type of work that I do. I know what's involved in terms of, you know, getting ready for long-term care, you know? And so I'm, I'm at that point where I'm trying to get my parents ready to make sure that they, that they age in place where they want to be. And so trying to get them financially set up and and all of the things and legally set up to do all of those things well. 
So, um, you know, I'm just, I'm fortunate to know, to have the knowledge that I have, because I know that I need to plan early for that. And I think that's, that's kind of, it's an unfortunate circumstance for a lot of people that, that aren't aware of all of the steps that need to happen prior to that. And so um, that's, that's why you're, you know, what you do is so wonderful because you help people with that. And so luckily I have you, you're helping me with my parents too. (laughs) I'm so honored to be helping them. Yeah. Because of what you do, you understand Right. The things that the seniors would have to face and with adequate planning, they could totally be in a much better position than not planning. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, just helping them with like the legal and the financial stuff, you know, like it's how much is this going to cost in order to in order to you know maintain the rest of your life um, plan for long term care. It's really important. So that's what I'm trying to help my parents do now. And um yeah, it's and, and typically, you know, we get so many phone calls from, you know, when when people are calling my business asking like, oh, so how much does this cost? I think a lot of people are kind of shocked over, you know, that things aren't typically covered by insurance or it's not covered by Medicare. And so um, there's a lot of education, you know, that goes along with with aging and and just long term care planning in general. Yeah, because the average cost would be ten thousand minimum, like a month, right? Even more. Than- yeah, for it, it's it's getting to be more expensive for people that want to stay at home. I mean, there's a big difference. And so, for example, you know, if if you want to have one caregiver or one or a group of caregivers that are going to take care of you in your own home, it's really like one-on-one care, right? So as opposed to going to an assisted living community or a nursing home, where you, where you know you could be one of multiple residents or multiple patients that live there. Um, so that's kind of the difference. I mean, that's multiple other differences, but that is, that's the cost of care if you want to, you know, stay in your own home. But there's, there's so many other things about it. I know you can kind of go on and on yeah, about this too, just yeah. like I can. We have a but, totally um, uh, different <laughs> podcast just to talk about that. It is, it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and so would you say um, like your own experiences, not only just taking care of your parents, but also just your own personal growth life experience has given you a lot of different perspectives when it comes to running your business and caring for um, uh, the, the clients? Yeah, in, in, in every way. Um, I mean, there is, um, I would say, well, I mean, from a business standpoint, there's definitely a lot of empathy, you know, I mean, you, you realize that you're taking care of a very vulnerable population, you know, and um, that that's, that either still have a lot to offer or did have a lot to offer at one point, you know? And so there's a lot of empathy with that. I mean, we're, we also employ caregivers who are such an essential workforce that are um, just, I think, not thanked and given enough gratitude for the type of work that we do, you know? So there's just a lot of um, gratitude in general, you know, for people and not just for, you know, the people that I care for, but the people that are caring for them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so when the going gets hard, what is the thing that you tell yourself to get through the challenges in life, whether it's life, uh, whether it's personal or business? Um, I mean, at this point, and, and you can probably relate to this, but I mean, really, it's it's about my girls, you know, I mean, it's just about my daughters. And like, ev- now it's everything that I'm doing is really for them, whether it's for, you know, whether it's just handling them and their needs, but just making sure that my husband Gabriel and I are set, getting them set up, you know, that we're doing everything that we can to be good parents, to set them up financially for the future. I mean, all of the things that we we do as parents, hoping that we're not, I don't know, you know, you think about 
you always doubt yourself sometime about some of the decisions you make, you know, and like, hopefully I you're not, know. <laughs> right. Gosh, That's I hope I'm not messing up my kids. Like, hopefully this is the right decision, all of those things. But, um, but really now, I mean, like every decision I make now is just for them. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, what is your definition of a strong mom? Oh gosh, that's such a, it's such a hard one. Um, I think that it's such a hard question to answer because I think that as, as moms, we're kind of the, we're already like the epitome of strength, you know? And I guess I can just answer that just with my own personal, my own personal experiences that because I did have such a strong mom, you know, I had such an excellent role model for motherhood. Um, you know, my, I just go back to all of the things that, you know, my mom did for me, you know, I mean, my mom came from another country, came to the net, you know, we have that typical kind of immigrant story. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, coming from another country and, and just doing whatever you can to make it for your children. And so that's essentially, that's what I'm trying to do now for my kids. You know, I can't, I don't really know if I can give a, a, a complete definition I just know I'm just trying to as mothers we just do the best we can <laughs> and that's, that's all you can do <laughs> stay in the moment right yeah yeah oh that's so awesome thank you so much Christine for sharing your stories and can you tell um, our listeners where how they can get a hold of you if they need your sure service? sure yeah they can find me on on our website which is classiccompanionhomecare.com and, um, you know, and you have all my contact information. I'm not sure if you're going to link to that or not. Yeah, but, I'll have um, that all linked on, 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 on the chat box uh, beneath the, the podcast. Wonderful. Good, good. Well, thank you so much. I really had fun. Um, thank you for inviting me to do the show. You're so welcome. It's so good to have you. Talk to you next time. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on Ask Mama Amy. Head over to AskMamaAmy.com for all the show notes and links you heard in today's episode. You'll also get my free legal tool for you to name legal guardians for your children so that you can leave them with abundant resources to support them and a total peace of mind. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review to tell us why. See you next time, mamas.